Hi, this is Dan, and you're listening to Diginomica. On today's show, we've got Phil Wainwright, who is talking to the founder of Guru. And this one is set to music. Over to you, Phil. Um, my name's Phil Wainwright. I'm talking to uh, a veteran of the software as a service industry, someone who co-founded integration platform Boomi, which is now part of Dell, and, and he's moved on to become CEO of uh, an up-and-coming service tool, uh, customer service tool called Guru, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, but first of all, let me welcome Rick Nucci to, uh, to the show. Awesome. Hi, Thank Rick. you, Phil. Always enjoy chatting with you. Uh, it's terrific to be to be talking again. So, so Guru, it's a little bit difficult to describe. There's different ways of, of, of describing it, but it very much fits into a kind of an emerging trend of, uh, uh, of how service is delivered to customers now. Um, and I think it's, inter- it's, it's appropriate that we're talking about this at a Slack conference, because you have something in common yes. with Slack. Yes. Um, in in that both products were the uh, the result of shortcomings that you discovered um, when trying to get things done in a previous venture. Absolutely, yeah. My my co-founder Mitch and I both worked together at Boomi. I was the founder, and he ran engineering there. And we kind of lived the problem that Guru now solves. You know, as we were growing the company and we were scaling the customer-facing organization, we needed to make sure that the knowledge those teams needed to do their job would get to them and find them and they would trust its accuracy and really, really struggled to do that and tried setting up different tools and wikis and things of that nature and, you know, no no one would use them, no one would, would trust they were right and you ended up that with a very inefficient shoulder tapping and sending the same questions over and over again and it impeded both the experience we were trying to create for our customers as well as um, the, you know, subject matter experts within the company where, you know, they're just, they're just getting more more and more burned out because they're getting so much internal Q&A over and over and over again, uh, it, it's it's emasculating. And so, you know, looked around at the market and really figured out that like no one has really solved this this problem and, and so really dug into why and got really inspired and, and created Guru to solve the problem. Right, right. So, so I mean, and it's about kind of uh, freeing up this knowledge that gets kind of put to one side yes. uh, in these kind of silos of, 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 of document storage. Yes. And, and it's because they're not connected into how the knowledge is being used exactly. that it becomes disconnected from, uh, from, from being useful to people in, in their day-to-day work. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the first thing we, 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 we focused on is we need to really obsess over how our personas spend their day, right? So imagine a customer service agent, and how does a customer service agent spend their day? They work in a ticketing tool, they might work in a chat tool, they might be on the phone, they might do social support, and that nuanced workflow, how, how can knowledge they need to do their job be part of that workflow and not be another place they have to go to and log into and think about, but how can the knowledge find them? And that concept, I think, is really resonated with our users. I think today, if you ask a typical Guru user, they'll say that they love that Guru lives where they work. Wherever they go, Guru's kind of one step away. And we've since brought that to places like Slack and uh, all kinds of tools that, that our, our customers you know, are already using. Right, So, so and, it can, and it's brought in in various ways, because I know that you, you've got the ability to have a Guru to sit in the browser 
uh, That's right. so that it's it's there when people are using their, their customer service application, for example, but it's also there in the Slack messaging channel as uh, uh, coming into the messaging if uh, if people want to access it that way. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So so we will uh, embed in the browser, we will embed natively in Salesforce, we'll embed in Zendesk, Intercom, yeah, exactly. And so so that's our premise, is like whatever the, the most optimal way is to, to augment that workflow, you know, that's yeah. what we want to do. And, and the entertainment behind us is in, is in full blast now, which it wasn't when we started talking. But I, I love it. I think uh, it's setting a nice tone to it, the conversation. It's, it's, it's kind of really says these guys are at a conference. <laughs> yes, exactly. Swing. Exactly. Uh, so, 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 um, you know, let's uh, let's press on. Um, and um, I, I mean, I think the the other thing that I find interesting about uh, this. Uh, in relation to the theme of these podcasts, because uh, I try and find topics to talk to people about, which is kind of um, relating to this kind of excess theme that we have, that everything yes. as a service theme, where you're not just delivering uh, stuff from the cloud, but you're delivering it in a way that's connected to customers or connected to the service recipients, and, and therefore you're monitoring how the service is being received and you're improving it as time goes on. That's right. And I think and that's kind of very much a philosophy that you're bringing really to the to, to, to customer service and, and how the um, how the sort of how-to knowledge yes. is provided to the service agents and yes. refined over time yes uh, and I, th I you bring up a great point about refined over time and so you know talking about the idea of guru living where you work and being very easily accessible there's a really cool byproduct of that which is that we are able to know and give back to our customers the, the insights of exactly when you're using guru and why what is it in the chat that prompted the agent to use a guru card what was the email the prospect was sending to the sales rep that prompted you to use guru knowledge right and what we do is we correlate those those events we take those customer conversations we correlate them with the guru knowledge and we learn and train our our product so that guru can proactively bring knowledge to you and so the company vision that we always talk about is the knowledge you need to do your job should find you when you need it and to your point this is really the key uh, part of how that all happens you know by by having a product that our users will build daily habits around what they're really doing is training the product on behalf of their company to be able to bring the, the best knowledge to folks when they need it to have the best customer conversations. Yeah, I, I, so I mean that's kind of interesting because you're kind of, you're not just bringing the knowledge to people in context, but you're also looking at the context, analyzing how yes. successful that that was. Yes. Um, and, and, and so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a fully joined up process actually I'm just thinking this yes. through uh, to do with not with with kind of instead of taking kind of a, a discrete piece of information and and people having to find it you're a you're, you're serving it up on demand effectively yes but then tracking through you know whether it worked or not or was to it what useful? extent it worked yes um, yes so, so it, you know it's a complete kind of life cycle really you're yes. wrapping around that information yeah we think that uh, closing the loop that you're yeah. that you're speaking of is so critical to actually further validate the suggestion and did we make the right suggestion or not so to your point yes we know uh, lots of things about when you use that that information we know um, if the suggestion was actually used by the agent we know um, what 
the uh, ticket actually was. We know if the ticket was closed successfully. So all of that is basically learnings that just further refine our accuracy and the, the relevancy of our suggestions. And I think it's only because we're in that contextual workflow that we can be participants in the whole you know, customer conversation. Again, we're looking at it from the agent's perspective. So we're making the agent better at their job. We're not talking about sort of automating things from a, from a bot perspective, but how to make that agent have a great conversation so we can see the whole end-to-end -end loop, to your point. Yeah, and I think that's a huge part. Right, yeah, and, and um, I mean, you mentioned bots there. There's, a, there's an AI angle here as well, isn't there? Yes. Because if you're monitoring that, um, machine learning is, is a great tool to actually accelerate that monitor and make it, make it, make it more sensitive to, to nuances that, that can help you improve in the future and deliver that information faster and more appropriately to, to the agents. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we are, we are uh, very much precisely using machine learning, and so when I refer to training, what's actually happened is, is Guru is training a, a model specific for that customer's specific knowledge and specific set of customer conversations that just gets smarter and smarter over time uh, because it's a, a, a model that is uh, learning from real-time ongoing conversations. And so, yeah, what ends up happening is um, as, uh, as the business grows and evolves and the team comes in and you know new agents join the team, they're tapping into this pre-existing network that's bringing them you know the best of, of, of the of the possible outcomes you know kind of right right out of the gate which I think is super helpful yeah yeah and I think that's really important that it's dynamic that it's kind of um, that, that it's uh, because you know products change the, the pertinent knowledge changes yes. uh, that the agents maybe new agents come in and find new ways of solving issues and all yes. of that is part of the feedback loop isn't it yes yes and, and there's a really important part of this loop too which is the experts the people who are providing and verifying the accuracy of this information yeah and so what guru does is it connects the content in guru with the experts who create and verify so for example guru will proactively come to you and say hey Phil this answer you gave last month was used 38 times in the last month is it still the right answer can you verify that and you'll say yes it's right you'll do that right inside slack if you're using our integration mm -hmm. or in our web app if it's wrong you'll update it and change it but that captures the reality of what you just said 25% of a given customer's knowledge changes every single quarter because right. we look at that information uh -huh. right we look at how it evolves over time and so it is dynamic it is changing and that's because think about what this knowledge represents it represents your products it represents your internal processes it represents your market your competitors well that stuff's changing all the time yeah. and so the, this and, notion and that changing it's changing faster and faster changing faster and faster right yeah. I think that's true too even a few than than a few years ago and so because that's happening um, the need to be dynamic to your point I think is just so important yeah I, I think the other thing that's interesting that you've told me is that um, you're you, you use all of this capability to monitor your own performance as well and to report yes. that to customers yes too, we do which is a great spin on on the you, you know the engage monitor improve concept that um, uh, that, that you're um, you're using your own tool yes. to measure its performance yes we we obsess over that for one of the great examples is we have what's called a trust score which is the state of accuracy of your knowledge environment in guru for a given customer at a given time yeah and our customer success team watches that very closely and has signals set up that notifies you if that starts to drop down we proactively reach out with the customer we help with best practices we diagnose what's going on and yeah it just I think 
really helps to, like you said, reinforce the success of the product. And we we are very much believers in, you know, you know we, we have a company value, we call it Create Advocates, right? And Create Advocates means we, we, we want to go above and beyond. We don't want to just, you know, resolve and move on. We want to make sure that you're so successful that you want to, you know, stand up and shout about it. So yes, using our own product to do that has been a huge thing. I think we sort of figured out early on and have just find more and more ways, more and more analytics we can look at to you know, provide early warning signals and things like that to help our customers. Right, right, yeah, and uh, you know, that's, that's so much in line with this kind of concept these days with customer success that, yes. you know, that, that continuous connection you have to the customer is one where you're not just selling them product, you are helping them be successful yes. with the aid of your product. Yes, uh, and, yes. And, and you need, that's what you need to be focused on as a business today. I think that's right. I think that's well said. I think it's a really fascinating time where customer service teams used to be perceived as a cost, right? And this was maybe back in the days before, you know, we were selling things in subscriptions where you'd sell the product and you'd kind of move on. Well, now, in a lot of ways, the sale is just the beginning, right? And and it's the ongoing relationship. It's the commitment we have as, as providers to our customers of this ongoing success. So I look at our customers and they're so inspiring because take a customer service org, for example, that traditionally will use metrics like how quickly do we close the ticket and now we're starting to look at metrics like what impact are we having on retention for our customers mm. and that's a totally different conversation right? right now your customer service leader is sitting at the table next to your sales leaders right where where they're they're as important to the conversation which is where where they belong in my opinion and to your point I think you know the winners in this next generation of you know customer service not being you know a nice to have but a, a must-have will be the companies that I think rethink the way they measure and build their customer service orgs and recognize the need for empathy, but also how to tie what they do back to like actual revenue in the company because the correlation's there. It's a real thing, I think. Wow. I, I, I think that's a fantastic note to, to end on. Um, yeah. So, so thanks, Rick, for joining me for the first ever podcast that I've done, which has been set to music. <laughs> yes, awesome. Maybe this is the start of a trend. I love it. Thank <laughs> we'll, you, we'll, Phil. We'll have to, we'll have to <laughs> see how it works out. So, well, thanks very much, Rick. Thank you. Definitely been a pleasure, and as I always do, I'd like to just end with a reminder that if you want to keep up to date with all things XS, then just search for the XS effect to find the page where you can sign up for um, actually to download our ebook, but also to um, sign up for our regular email newsletter. Um, I'm Phil Wainwright, and this has been uh, yet another Diginomica podcast, but set to music. <laughs>